Welcome to the Rough and Tough. <laughs> it is March 30th, uh, 2020, and you're listening to the Rough and Tumble podcast. You are now listening to the Rough and Tumble podcast. There we go. <laughs> this is <laughs> what a shit show we've had today. We've tried doing a uh, we tried doing another video like we put out last week, and boy is that difficult. That is a huge pain in boy, the boy. Are my arms tired? Yeah. On top of that, I rearranged everything in the studio to make it more difficult on us. <laughs> yeah. um, because I like I like challenges. You know, I don't like to like to mix things up a little bit. Stephanie is here. You just can't see her. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't fire her. We laid her off. Yep. And made her sit over in the corner. We tried to make her essential personnel. Yeah. But um, our yeah, LLC. After this all it. clears up, we'll talk about rehiring you and everything. Yeah. We just can't afford it yeah. right now with uh, the cuts and everything. <laughs> um, yeah. So we promised we wouldn't talk about that. <clears throat> there's literally, but we kind of have to because now there's like jujitsu rel- relative stuff it going is. on with it, it. Is. so we kind of got got to bring it up and, and look i can tell you and this. it's literally the only fucking thing that's going on right now i know and and i can tell you this uh, i told you about this when we were doing the recording for the commercial um i i so shout out to cole miller for causing this problem because cole posted a um a video link on his instagram to this documentary mm-hmm. about coronavirus yeah and um that took up almost six hours of my night uh, because I, I started out watching the documentary and I'm like, Oh my God. And then it starts talking about Henry Kissinger's population control report. And then it talks about how Bill Gates is involved in some vaccine companies. And then there was a U.S. patent that came out that was specific for a vaccine for a coronavirus that was patented in 1997. And I'm just running down. I started taking screenshots. Yeah. Um, there's all, a all the Simpsons episodes really get me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they, they always tell the future. So many of them started making sense. And then I went down this whole QAnon oh, gap no, yeah. where I started investigating about. They believe um, it's gonna just disappear. Yeah. It, it'll just will it will just literally disappear. I as, think it will. And mark my words, all uh, 56 listeners out there are gonna are gonna go aha. Um, and then I started listening or started going down this whole rabbit hole of researching um, uh, androchrome, which is um, basically they believe that that's what's going on with the celebrities right now because a lot of celebrities have it, right? Tom Hanks has it. Uh, uh-huh. Ellen DeGeneres has it. A couple of is it because they're it. eating babies? No, well, they're not eating babies. Okay, that's ridiculous. What they are doing though is they are taking the blood of scared children because uh, it is it's uh, blood. Adrenochrome is basically synthesized from. Uh, the blood of scared children. Um, so, when, like Monsters Inc. Yes, yes. They go in and scare them, and then <laughs> and they, then take they their drain blood. them. Yeah, and then celebrities use that to maintain their youthful image. Oh. Um, and they believe that a lot of these quarantined um, celebrities. Then what the fuck's happened to like David Bowie and shit? Well, he died. <laughs> oh, did he? He ran oh, yeah, out. Yeah, he did. He die. ran out. Yep. But then you look at people like um, Brad Pitt. Yeah, that guy is not aged. He is not aged. If you see, but if, see, if you see like 
Keanu Reeves. Do you ever look at like the the uh, the tabloid pictures of them, like mm. them walking around and like, oh my god, they look just like us? <laughs> it's because every like, look at us on the on video right now. Like, I look pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. I I look like a fucking bum. Look, <laughs> I'm wearing house moccasins right now. It's you know true. what I'm saying? Like, you wouldn't know that if I didn't mm-hmm. have that. I've got pimples all on my forehead. I didn't realize because I haven't. That this shirt was. The arms were so short. Yeah. I thought that they were longer arm shirts. So see, like, people aren't going to notice that until... Until we point it out. Until you point it out and you, like... Or, or like, you you get caught unwittingly. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and these are people that are, like, so into keeping their image. I can tell Come on. You're... you're you, so you're, you're, ha- you're half right. So part of it Celebrities is... Celebrities aren't fucking... Well, they're taking Andrew Crum. Andrew Cr- Andrew Crum. Joe so Biden is. Look, yeah. Well, that's the other thing is, can you imagine what he's doing have you right seen now? This stuff, uh, yeah, have you seen this stuff about him where he's like, dude, I will say that shit is creepy the way that he El embraces creepo. children. And nobody has a problem with it. Yeah. Like you go and you, you I, believe me, I went this quarantine situation. I'm not even really quarantined. Honestly, I've been out licking toilet bowls for the past six weeks. Um, and so, but on, at night, uh, when I am resting, um, that's when I would do it is at it, night. <laughs> drink, to- lick toilet bowls at, at night. night. He roams the streets, <laughs> licking toilet bowls. You get cough, a cloak. Coughing on groceries. <laughs> Just cough, cough. There's been people that are like going to farmers with markets. murder from that. Get out of town. No, I'm serious. There was a lady that um, they had the to completely out. restock an entire uh, like frozen section of a rest. What if she queefed on it? Place because she's coughing on it. Well, it is sexually transmitted as well. Coronavirus is not sexually transmitted. That's what I've been told. You Did Lizzie tell you that? Lizzie did tell me that. (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine that that it's hard to not, like, if one person has it and you're having sex, you're probably going to get it. You're getting it because you're breathing in each other's mouths. Not because of STDs. I don't know. If you do it doggy style, you will. There's so much, listen, we're running will get spreading misinformation right now. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> That's the idea. This is the getaway from people who have been watching the stupid media create this whole thing. Like they listen to us and they get the facts. <laughs> they get the facts. <laughs> um, I, so I did see Keenan and the Donaher uh, death squad are at odds, which I don't know how anybody could be honestly on Donaher death squad's side right now. So I tried to, so I've, I noticed it on Reddit. So mm-hmm. I, I, that's the other thing. I've reinvigorated my Reddit, which is what ran me down the, there's a whole Reddit subreddit about Andrea Chrome, by the way. Just oh so, yeah. Yeah. You go go out there and take a look at it. Can you buy it? I'm looking. I wonder if you could do it like one, you know, like just dabble just, in. Just maybe take a bump. And chill, scared blood. You can't freebase it. Kids scared blood. Well, how do you take it? Is it like a pill? It's a drink. You, you drink oh, it. It's it a comes, drink. yeah, it's, it's a like drink. a protein it, shake. Well, it's not like True Blood from the from the movie from the show True Blood, uh, which is actually based on a documentary. Um, <laughs> based on a documentary, yeah. yeah. Uh, most of True Blood's fake. Fake. Uh, it's not real, but there are parts that uh, that are real. Um, but it's not like that. It's it comes in like a droplet. You can like I think you just have to do it like under your tongue, like CBD. Yeah, it's like a CBD. Oh, okay. Honestly, yeah. And um, I will say that. I, <laughs> On Reddit, they were talking it's about ADC, huh? ADC. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. Andrea Chrome or whatever. Andrew Chrome. Andrea Chrome. Andrew Chrome. Yeah. There we go. Um, it's a real thing. Bill Gates is involved, not with Andrew Chrome, but with with the vaccination stuff. Um, oh, man, I'm telling you, it's a real conspiracy theory. Well, we'll say that. I will say this: the virus is real. 
the yeah. coronavirus is real. I've, I've been saying this for a long time. Like, regardless of what your position is on it, mm-hmm. something fucked up is going on. Yes. If yes. You, if you think that it's like, if you think that it's just a, a fucking pandemic, a world virus, and it's just as bad as everybody makes it sound, then there's something fucked up mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. If you think that the government did it, then uh, then there's something going on. So it's like, regardless of what your theory or your idea on it right now is, there's something crazy. The New York Post posted about uh, young blood could be the secret to long-lasting health study. Drinking young people's bloods could help you live longer and prevent age-related diseases, a study has found. Wow. Yeah. The studies published in Nature was conducted by the research for University of College London. Um, Go figure London is doing like vampire yeah. studies and stuff. Yeah. So creepy ass um, English people. That, if that goes for you, Alex. If there were like any people that I would just think are like not creepy as like they weird me out, but like there's ghosts everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's the English. Dude, everything They're in England's haunted. haunted. Yeah. Everything, everything in England is haunted. They have so much history and everything. I know. There's like Oh, this is my house. This is where King Henry the Third died. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I rent it for twelve hundred bucks a month. They call them flats. Yeah, this yeah, is this is my flat. This is my flat. It's one point two six pounds. Yeah, uh, but I would it, say they're have... the scariest. I got a. Uh, did you know that you can buy spirit boxes? Do you know what a spirit box is? Mm-hmm, I do. So it's a for people that don't. You don't even have to buy it. You can download it for free on your phone. Wait, wait. You download the spirit box on your phone? Yeah, because here's what it, here's what it is. Is a spirit box is like it has programmed in uh, a a list of words basically. Okay. Just a random number of words, maybe five hundred words, right? Cool. And it suckle it cycles through those words. It suckles them. Suckles them. Cycles through those words, and then apparently the ghost can interact with the frequency, Mm-mm. and then. Pull those words out of there to get you to get to communicate with you. Well, I know what I'm doing tonight with my I kids. downloaded one here. <laughs> Did you? And nothing happened. It's just a bunch of it's like we got to go down to the Civil War thing. I I, I kind of do we actually. Need to go we down should there. do that today. We should. Um, but the so what it does is like it's just randomly changing frequencies, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then whenever it, it catches one, it's like it'll focus in on that, and then words will come out Dude, that might be relevant. Speaking of frequencies, and the coronavirus, the movie frequency. Um, they, so the big push right now is 5G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that too. Yeah. And so they, um, China had, had put up a bunch of micro and macro stations, right? And they were developing these and some of the symptoms they found because the frequencies that 5G operates at were causing all types of like, they were, they were causing all these crazy side effects in Mm. humans. Like, um, you going crazy, like irritability, like throwing fits, um, senile dementia, things like that. And they believe that there's a group out there that believes that they were using the coronavirus in Wuhan, which is the central hub for the 5g connection yeah. stuff to like hide some of this stuff that was going on. Now I understand I sound a lot like Eddie Bravo right now, <laughs> but just look into it. Yeah. <laughs> I like how we went from like, we're not going to talk about it to full fucking blown. Con- uh, I thought about theory. that too. Whenever, uh, when I was reading in this, I was like, man, I know Johnny said we shouldn't talk about this. <laughs> yeah. But now here but we I go. Was like, there's so much to say <laughs> there. Yeah. It's, there's a lot. I told Lizzie whenever I told Bob whenever this first all happened, I was like, if there's if any of these conspiracy theories are true, we're about to find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're about yeah. to start seeing yep. uh, any of it. It's so the thing that was going on with the Donahue Death Squad and uh, Keenan Cornelius. Mm-hmm. Keenan Cornelius was uh, people were touting that he was one of the first to close their gyms. Yeah, he's the voice of reason. I was. 
Oh. <laughs> I closed my gym before Keenan did. That's true. And I'm in freaking Arkansas. Um, I actually stocked up when China first got the the virus. Whenever oh. that first happened in China, they were yeah. like, listen, like on Reddit and stuff, they were like, this is coming for you guys. And I was like, I'm going to go to the store and stock up on <laughs> shit now and start <laughs> disinfecting because people are going to be coming in here worried about a virus. Speaking of um, when you're talking about closing the gym and stuff like that, um, one of the things I like to do when I'm on Reddit is if I see, <laughs> this is like, uh, it's not online bullying because I don't actually contact these people, but like if somebody posts something that's just stupid and yeah. I just, and I don't agree with their opinion, what I like to do is I like to click on their profile and I like to go look at their history of posts mm. to see what other stupid shit they've said just so I can be like, Oh, well that's why they said that stupid thing because they've done, they have a history of being stupid. You have to confirm. Yeah. Well, it's because they're stupid. It's because they're, yeah. So I was in a coronavirus um, Reddit page the other last night and this guy posts on there and he was, he was like, you know, yeah, I live in Arkansas and my landlord is threatening to kick us out of our apartment because we can't pay our rent. Um, and he's charging us a hundred dollars a week, um, late fee for every week we're late on our rent. They're charging a hundred bucks. And he's like, you know, I'm, and you can tell the guy is, is uh, probably, I think he's Spanish and, mm -hmm. and you can tell that English is a second language, you know? So he's, you know, he's probably an immigrant or whatever, but um, just trying to make a life for himself in Northwest Arkansas. And so I'm like, man, you know, I wonder who this guy is. So I click on it and the first six posts that he posted were just him playing video games. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, like what you do with the, uh, you know, it's, it's him playing like Call of Duty or whatever. And it's talking. Oh, yeah. uh, post number five was uh, his dick and him asking people's opinions on what it looked like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, like I literally, you know, because they got a whole red. I mean, you can find everything on. Reddit, yeah. And there's a whole subreddit of guys just posting pictures of their dicks mm -hmm. and then asking people for their opinions. And there's like people that are like roast my dick. Or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, man, this guy. Tell me I'm worthless. Yeah. I just remember thinking like the first thing I thought was. Uh, that is a long, skinny dick. <laughs> you should have told him. I should have. He's asking. I would. I should have said, "Hey, I'm also in Arkansas." Yeah. So I can relate. So, back to it. Yep. Sorry, <laughs> you just on? mentioned the Arkansas thing, and I was like, I got to tell the story. I guess like Tom DeBlas actually came out and apologized about it, but he had like a group training. Um, Gordon Ryan has had several group trainings. Like refuses. Yeah, Gordon Ryan got pissed off because he was going to hold a seminar in a parking lot. Of a gym that was closed due to coronavirus. Yeah. And then he was pissed because the weather made it so that he couldn't have a seminar. And then he had uh, he had also, uh, during all of this bullshit, he's like, you guys don't understand what kind of sacrifices I take to be the best in the, wor best in the world. You guys are pussies. You can't make these sacrifices, blah, 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 blah. I was like, dude, it's not about the sacrifices that you're making. It's mm -hmm. the sacrifices that you're making on other people's behalf right Correct. now. Correct. Because they don't get to choose uh, whether they're infected or they have... They're immunocompromised or whatever. And by sacrifices, he means living in his mom and dad's house until yeah. he's 27 years old. He just bought a house. And he's, just ran, he's renting it out, too. Yeah. I'll get, I guarantee that he's fucking those people over the first chance he gets. Oh, due I to can the, imagine. He's like, well, you should have had money saved up for mm -hmm. something like this. So yeah. we're not all millionaires. I've, I've heard that his online persona versus his in-person persona are two different things. I will say that um, he taught a seminar at my buddy Tim Crater's gym in Lafayette. Um, and this was right after his surgery. And 
I feel like I'm watching my kid try yeah. to sneak a snack out of the kitchen. You ever right see now. that video of like the um, she's stuck in the fucking egg crates of the guy that's like giving the interview on CNN and his kids like come crawling in making a bunch of noise behind him <laughs> and then the mom like busts through the door and notice that he's on a, like the biggest interview of his life like the stock market's crashing or something this guy's like telling him what's going on the mom has to like crawl in and drag the kids out for you so guys because you guys couldn't see what just happened so stephanie is obviously off camera um and the desk had a pen on it that she needed so she crawled across the floor to reach up and get the pen and then there was this that's to not interrupt the so podcast. not to interrupt the podcast. So what we do is we interrupt the whole fucking <laughs> podcast and take longer. And then there's this really weird three second moment where she can't find the pen because she won't look at the desk. And she got stuck behind the phone. And then she got stuck on the phone. <laughs> and so, ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. Yeah. Um, shout out to Johnny Wester. Basically, they won't they won't shut down their gym. They won't do mm -hmm. that shit. Which is it's just stupidity. It's so stupid. But. What you're saying is like his online personality is different than his supposedly, yeah, and, and but and that doesn't matter to me because like I know the your actions online have real real life. They do have real consequences, especially when you have that type of leadership followership. Mm -hmm. So you're right. Like you and I can talk about the fact that in person he's a really sweet guy and he's super nice and he's very genuine and he's an open guy. But on the internet, that's where people base their decision making off of what he says. Yeah. You know, and um, there's somebody that posted all the narcissistic uh, tendencies that he has. Yeah. Like, that line and and they were like, oh, fuck it. It's like. But it is confirmation confirmation bias, though, too, because if you're looking yeah. for that, um, I think that he's definitely got some sort of mental. If he not, seems he's just strange. fucking stupid. I don't yeah. think that he's graduated high school. I would not be surprised if he didn't graduate high school. If he did, barely. I think he did. I think he did graduate high school because. From kind of seeing his parents, yeah, they true. seem like the They're kind, you know... Like, he might even have gone to college or something. But, at least started. Um, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I just don't see... I just don't see a lot of intelligence coming out of that guy. He doesn't say a lot of intelligent things. No, and he's very socially awkward. Hey, you know what we should do? Get on to our topic that <laughs> we chose for this. Um, we decided this time around uh, to talk about Arturo Gotti's suicide. Arturo Gotti is a world champion boxer one of my i wouldn't say one of my all-time favorites but definitely he has a he has a fight i talked about it before on the last podcast uh one of my favorites i gave everybody homework to go watch arturo Gotti mm -hmm. versus mickey ward there's three of those there's three the first one is the is the one that mickey ward won yeah which is amazing but all three of them are just incredible so so the the Correct me if I'm wrong, but the was the first Mickey Ward Arturo Gotti fight was that the one that was actually used in the movie with Mark Wahlberg? I don't end? really know. I don't. I haven't because you know he's losing the and then he comes back and wins and is this big huge victory yeah. in the movie. Um, and so for the for those of you who don't know who Mickey Ward is, uh, the movie The Fighter is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Mickey Ward was Mark Wahlberg uh, in that movie. His brother was uh, Dickie or something like that. I don't remember. Who I was also super really famous? Yeah, it's a great movie. His brother ended up becoming a huge drug addict. Um, now they both own uh, boxing gyms, and and his brother trains fighters again. But they fought three times. Uh, first time. He he beat the shit out of Arturo Gotti. Like yeah. he beat the, the breaks off the, of it. The thing that was crazy about that though was Arturo kept coming back. Mm -hmm. that Arturo guy's a got knocked down like monster. twice in one round and then came yep. back and beat the shit out of uh Mickey Ward that round, you know? Well yeah, and then and then he goes on to dominate Mickey Ward in the second and second third fights. Fight. Mm -hmm. Um I mean it was it was fairly 
devastating and, and, and fairly one-sided in my opinion. But the thing with boxing is when you go back and watch the highlights, you forget that these are 10-round fights, 13-round mm. fights. So you're watching the highlights, which are obviously going to show the winner of the fight's most dominant portions the highlight of the for their first fight is the entire fucking fight. Mm -hmm. yeah like, they were knocking it um you know mickey was mickey ward left-handed i don't i can't remember because i know his uh i don't think so his left hook to the liver was his go-to yeah yeah so if, if he's uh, he was a orth body head kind of orthodox guy. would be left hook to the liver yeah okay so there you go yeah he would he would come over the top with the right hand and then come back to the body with the left hand mm -hmm. yeah and i think that was something that him and his brother had developed and um he was using it a lot against uh Artero Gotti in their first fight. Um, and then you you see, uh, you go back and you watch Mickey Ward use it a lot more in his other fights. But um, that was a lot of... So Arturo Gotti had a record. It was 41-9, and nine, I think was his record. He had just lost his... Uh, he had just lost his world. This is what I was talking about, remember? Look, yeah, he was... If I talk over here, you yeah, can't hear. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, uh, he had just lost his world title. Mm -hmm. uh, Mickey Ward he might have been no he just lost it he, in, in another fight where he just got the living dog shit kicked out of him um, and then Mickey Ward was a little bit of the same he was on the downward slope Yeah, I imagine uh, I don't remember the movie hardly at all I saw it like 10 years ago and honestly I didn't even know who Mickey Ward was at the time I, I didn't think. either I, didn't, I, I knew who I Mickey knew Ward was, was because of that fight I didn't realize I for some reason I had never realized that that movie was about Mickey Ward. Mm -hmm. I thought it was just a made up movie for the longest time. I'm stupid, but anyways, um, I don't even know if I paid attention during that movie. Uh, it's a great movie. Yeah, I I remember it being good, but um, anyways, they had to have been talking about their first one, the first fight. I think it was. If it was. I think it was because because that's what launched him into starting. Yeah, exactly. His that second makes fight sense. was his first million dollar payday. Okay. Um, and so that's what like turned everything around for Mickey Ward. And then they became close friends. Yeah, they became very close friends. Actually. Training partners. So yeah. in two thousand two, I don't have my I don't have my notes pulled up. What year was it that Arturo was uh was found dead? Oh. I need to pull my notes up anyways. Anyways, Arturo was found dead in uh in his Brazilian apartment or his house, I guess. Um in 2001 i want to say where's my email app everybody's looking at their phones now trying to find all the facts um 2009, 2009. wow way more recent than what i thought july 9th july, 9th. july, july 11th 2001. okay there you go uh and so he just retired uh two years before this and there were a lot of signs of cte because he had taken a lot of beatings right um, he had gotten married to a Brazilian woman, uh, which she's smoking hot. Yes. She's most Brazilian women are. I would, I'd marry her. Um, and then the theory is, so there's either he committed suicide or she killed him. And there's a lot of evidence that suggests maybe, um, she killed him. He, if he did commit suicide, he did it by way of hanging himself with her purse strap um, they had found blood on the back of his head, um, blood on the purse strap, and they, the private investigators, after the fact, had found that there was no way for him to be able to hang himself from the staircase in the manner that he did. Um, there have been like several private investigators that were hired after the fact, and there's a lot of there's a lot of different views on it. 
Um, like Mickey Ward doesn't believe that he committed suicide. Yeah, he in, in, he said that in multiple interviews. Yeah, that he he just doesn't believe it because he you know this was he he was he had a ten month old daughter. Um, I think she was ten months at the time. Um, they were actually in Brazil celebrating a second honeymoon in mm-hmm. hopes of rekindling their. Uh, yes, you there in the back. Ten month old son. Ten month old son. Previous marriage, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, if you knew that, why didn't you correct me? I actually wasn't even paying attention. I mean, I, I information was going in. I heard you speaking. I just didn't realize that you said girl, you know? Okay. Um, but, yeah, so Mickey believed his opinion is that too many things were going good and that he was um, too happy being a father. Yeah. But I, I think history tells us I'm a father and I love being a father. And for me, that is enough, you know, for me, but I've also never been in his state of trauma with this CTE. Mm-hmm. And I've also never been in that area of my life emotionally where I would consider doing that. So you know? some things that maybe have led him to make that decision is one, he'd recently retired, mm-hmm. um, was having, a, was struggling really hard with with retirement do you think he was struggling with um retirement because your personality gets so wrapped up in who you are as a Mm -hmm. fighter that when you retire and you're not that anymore now you're just a regular person it's a source of confidence sure i mean like whenever i kind of made the decision that like i never really made the decision it just kind of dawned on me like probably never gonna fight again Mm -hmm. if i do i'm gonna have like one more and then it's gonna be it um, and when that hit, I was like, Oh my God, like I had made that such a big part of my identity. When people asked me what I did, I was like, I fight professionally. That's what mm-hmm. I do for a living. And so whenever I couldn't say that anymore, it was just like, it's kind of a weird thing to come to terms with. It is. You, you see that with the military as well. Um, yeah. I could see that as yep, somebody absolutely. retires from the military. What are they going to, what do you do now, now? What? Yeah. You know, everything you do, you've spent, you know, in my case, I've been in for 17 years. And so whatever I do after I get out of the military, it's going to take a while from that to become my new identity because 20 years or more of my life was this person. And yes, I may start a new career afterwards, but you know, two years into a new career, that's a drop in the bucket to my personality. And one of the most painful words, uh, for a fighter or anybody to hear that's like that, that they've identified with their career path is the word former, former, yeah. yeah, former world champion, former boxer, former soldier because then that's like you're 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 literally telling somebody he used to be he used to be somebody but now Mm -hmm. he's not yeah like you know um i was watching ufc main event last night mm -hmm. and it was it was going over the dustin poirier derman gamanoff um yeah title fight and so i have i have a i say i have a close relationship i don't have like a i can't text dustin poirier on the phone but i have a close um, bond with him as a person because we come from the same area of the world, right? Mm-hmm. So I know his upbringings. I have a, you know, I have a, a emotional connection to to the world he comes from. Um, so when he won the world title and took it back to Louisiana, it was a huge deal. Yeah, huge deal. You know, we're one of the smallest states in the country. Um, you know, we have a very cultural uh, area of the world as well. So having a hometown hero like that was a big deal. And then he goes and fights um, Khabib and loses. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, you, you see that here and there, like you saw that with Dustin and you saw it with, um, Matt Sarah when he fought and lost to George St. Pierre, Yep. right? These guys who win the world title and then never defend it. I can only imagine 
it, it almost makes you wonder like which is worse like what is worse defending it a few times and then losing it like a anderson silva or never or, getting it or never having obtained but at least if you never obtain it you you ha it's a constant drive yeah you know um but if you earn it and then lose it almost immediately now i don't know that's a weird place to be mentally mm -hmm. you know i think yeah and there's a lot of like fighting is a weird place to be mentally mm -hmm. and so like whenever you pull yourself out of that it's really tough to adjust um especially somebody that was at his level for as long as he was um so that was going on note that they were on their second honeymoon Mm -hmm. This was after they had split up, him and his wife. Um, and she had taken the baby away from him, all of that stuff. He had gone into like, um, he had gotten in trouble for threatening texts. They had texts back and forth where she had said things like, you were a terrible boxer, uh, you weren't shit in the ring, and you're not shit to me, that well, kind of thing. He has 31 knockouts. Yeah. <laughs> so we know that's not true. Right. Um, but things like that to intentionally uh, upset him. He'd also started drinking really, really heavily um, because he fights like he parties um, or parties like he fights really hard. Mm -hmm. um, and so he had had a, he had started to develop an alcohol issue um, recently. But the thing that like they don't that nobody tells you is what happened. Supposedly what happened right before um, his murder slash suicide. And that's they were out in public and him and his wife got into a, an argument into a fight he like he was drunk and he like pushed her or did something that caused bruises on her a group started forming around him she had run off um and he had gotten into an altercation with several other people that had gathered around and this is in brazil this is in brazil so it, most likely what happened is Arturo Gotti knocked a couple people out and then ran away. Mm -hmm. For some reason, uh, I don't know if he came back or if as he was running away, people were throwing rocks at him. And uh, and one ended up catching him in the back of the head. Mm -hmm. um, so he's bleeding from the back of his head. I don't know if you've ever been cut on the head, but you bleed a fucking lot. Yeah, I hit my head self in the head with a pogo stick right here. Yeah. And it bled a lot. It's like, that's where all your blood is. Mm -hmm. and, uh, it's all in your brain. Yep. There's no blood anywhere else. Nope. <laughs> Physics. <laughs> anatomy there we go science um it's physics yeah and so uh and so he gets cut in the head comes home supposedly goes upstairs and there's witnesses to the altercation that he was in in brazil there's people that have come out and said no we saw arturo Gotti get into this fight with several other people he um comes home goes to his wife sees that there's bruises all over his wife or i think he got home before she did or something like that she comes in and uh, he sees bruises and he says, who did that to you? And she says, Arturo, you did this to me. And he starts to, it starts to dawn on him that he had physically abused her and had physically, physically abused her in the past because of his drinking. From what she says, this was kind of a moment where she saw clarity in him and he kind of saw, oh my God, my decisions have been like ruining my family's life. Then she goes uh, to bed. He, he says, so I guess this is over. And she said, yeah, or whatever. Um, she goes upstairs and goes to bed. He goes downstairs and hang him, hangs himself, allegedly. And then uh, when she came downstairs the next day, she sees him on the on the ground, assumed that he was passed out drunk from mm -hmm. the night before. Uh, I don't know how what the situation was, if she walked past him or whatever. Just saw him, assumed that he was passed out, went back upstairs two hours later, felt him, he was cold, called the ambulance. Yeah, and the thing is, a lot of people may look at that and go, um, why wouldn't you try to wake him up? Why wouldn't you? 
if your entire marriage has been with somebody who makes a habit of passing out and pissing themselves on the floor and, and, and all how that many stuff, times have you like you got in a fight with your with your significant other and you just and don't talk to them for yeah, days and they're just like fuck off i'm not going to talk to you now exactly you know? no that's exact and that's why i think people people who armchair armchair quarterback these types of scenarios and situations they almost forget, like us, like us yeah. <laughs> yeah right now i think they forget um the human element you know and um it, like you said man i mean if I was with somebody who who had that type of behavior and a trend and a history, yeah, I'm gonna step over them and I'm gonna go make my eggs. You yeah, know? like probably call him an idiot along yeah, the way. You know, I'll probably probably kick him on accident. Yeah, you know? like whoops, you <laughs> know. And um, it, so yeah, looking back, it's a bit morbid. But at the time, she probably this she was no just idea. another Sunday. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and uh, so one of the ideas, one of the arguments as to why she couldn't have killed him, is because. He's a fucking professional boxer. Fucking yeah. And she um, is a small Brazilian small. woman. Yeah. yeah. Um, a don't underestimate the fire of a Brazilian, an angry Brazilian woman, or any woman for that. Or matter. any woman. Yeah. Um, two. It may not have been her that did it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, there's like, always. I mean, she was she was Brazilian. You're in Brazil, bro. In like, Brazil, you could, you could pay anybody to do that. Or for all we know, her family. You know, so when you look at the conspiracy side of it, yes, they she was they were in her home country, mm-hmm. in areas that we all know the favelas are, are you know are rampant within those areas, and it's not hard. It's not yeah. hard for a pretty little Brazilian woman to walk out in the streets and be like, "Hey, look, this guy put his hands on me." Blah blah blah. You know, can you take care of it? Yep. I don't think that's what's happening because I, think, I think, think that the body would have been brutally, uh, you know, fucked up for lack of a better term, but um, not just a scratch on the back of the head. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't add up to me. And I think people discount the fact that a like w- when Stephanie was investigating this, she started running across multiple athletes with CTE that killed mm-hmm. themselves, killed their family, killed went on a rampage, did all kinds of different things. And um you can't discount that anymore. That's a factor. No. And before it was like, oh, I don't know. Arturo Gotti just went fucking crazy and killed himself. Now it's like, I don't know. We've seen this for the past 10 years and watched him get knocked out every damn fight and keep going. And now he killed himself. What do you think happened? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like people really like try really hard. They, everybody knows about CTE. Everybody knows about the dangers and everyone wants to talk about it until it's time to address that like, Somebody did something terrible because they have brain damage. And then everybody wants to be like, oh, you just went crazy and like killed well, himself. Well, even more you know? so, they have brain damage that we as a society supported. Yeah. Like we paid money to watch it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we one of the most famous um, ish, uh, situations where this happened was Chris Benoit, the, the wrestler. You know, he killed his wife and his kids and then a couple of like he he didn't do it immediately like he killed his wife and kids and then like the next day killed himself like yeah. he didn't immediately it wasn't a murder suicide within hours of themselves i mean he he kind of went about his day a little bit he now he knew he was going to kill himself uh and they did the autopsy and found that his brain was mush you know i mean um that he had um the the signs of dementia um and then um stephanie thinks that his you wife think the wife did it? did it. We're gonna we're, we're gonna do an episode on Chris Benoit. Yeah, I don't think, think that I don't I don't think the wife did it at all. Oh, uh, you're talking about Arturo Gatti? You think? Oh, that the wife Stephanie did it? thinks that the wife. Yeah, so Stephanie's dumb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so do you think that uh, I'll ask you questions and then you can just kind of answer and then I'll elaborate. 
since you don't have a microphone today. So do you think that um, you think that she did it for the money? I, I don't know on a reason. I, I mean, because she was in an abusive relationship. So yeah. I go towards that. They didn't. They said that the crime scene wasn't taken care of like it should have. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things don't match up. Here, here's with the theory that she's too small. That's like saying OJ didn't do it because the glove didn't fit. Yeah. I think, right. that's, I, think yeah, I, I don't know. See that. I disagree. I, I disagree with that statement. Um, you know, I, it's one thing for a glove not to fit when they've proven that you know the reason it didn't fit, right? Like you know, he had arthritis; his hands were swollen, and they didn't. The, the glove was mistreated and leather dried and stuff like that. There were reasons behind that. Um, a small Brazilian lady. And the only reason I would agree with you is if he was drunk and passed out mm-hmm. and then she did it while he was passed out. Yeah. I will give you that. You know? I don't, but with, along with that, with being a small. Yeah. I don't think it was a erotic. Believe me, I want the conspiracy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I yeah. want that to be the true part. But so I think that with, with her being small, that has to be thrown out the window because like, that doesn't mean that she couldn't have him killed. Like I, I throw that idea out out the window because like she could have hired somebody to kill him. Well, she could have he could have been asleep. Banister, so right. She thought he was passed out, so he's leaning against something. She could have easily put the purse strap around it and lifted up. That's true too. Yeah. I don't know. It takes a lot of effort to strangle someone. Just ask BTK. So, um, I mean, he's still alive. You can ask him, but. Uh, that's the only other part I don't agree with is like, you know, and, and, and the reality of what it takes to actually strangle someone to the point where they are no longer living. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a, uh, it's not easy. It takes, I mean, I, I've never tried it, but I do know a little bit about physiology. Well, the only way that would have worked is if she, she would have had to have put the, the strap around his neck, put it on a banister that was higher, lift him up, tie it and then let go of him and let his body weight strangle him. I don't see, I mean, we watched Johnny struggle. If it wasn't for me, I don't know that we would have got this microphone together today. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it took, it was two people to put this microphone together. I don't know that she could have done all those things by herself. The abusive relationship. She had the motive. She did. I don't, you know what? I'm not even going to say that she necessarily had a a motive because it was a mutually abusive relationship true and i can see it in her eyes i know exactly what kind of like fighter she like you know relationship fight that she gets into Mm -hmm. and i'm attracted to it and that's why (laughs) that's why i know that she does it yeah i'm like oh i have a boner for this girl need to (laughs) the old the old dowling red flags (laughs) (laughs) i know exactly what kind of abuse she does um emotional my favorite <laughs> my favorite you know what really gets my dick hard yeah <laughs> tell me i'm not worth it um, <laughs> but she so it's it's they feed those kind of relationships they feed off of each other you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like he might and i don't know if he like if he hit her or if it was like he grabbed her really hard or pushed her because all all of that is physical physical abuse but i think we can agree that it's degrees of physical abuse oh there's right? absolutely like, degrees of physical if i abuse. if i grab your arm too hard um i mean i've grabbed a kid's arm too hard and he starts running mm-hmm. away from me like ah you know and like right. it's scared and i grab it i'm like oh my gosh i shouldn't have ripped your arm off like that i have a baby's arm in my hand <laughs> um put it back on 
So that it could be an overreaction to something. I'm not excusing any of that kind of behavior. I don't want to go down that alley. But, you know, like between punching, if he's hitting her, then yeah, like there's a lot of motive to kill that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, because like he's he's doing like serious harm to you, could potentially kill you. Not that grabbing you or pushing you couldn't progress into killing sure. somebody. But it's a little bit more of a motive. And it sounds like it was the kind of abuse that was emotional mostly um and a lot of fighting like arguing and screaming and that kind of thing probably throwing things and probably a little bit of pushing and grabbing but from what i've heard i don't think that she ever said that he hit her yeah and so the motive just isn't real strong they had already split up once she could have gotten out again Mm -hmm. if she wanted to um there wasn't anything he surprised her with the trip to brazil as like as a way to make it better yeah um yeah there was a yeah. her sister's wedding um but they were kind of using it as a second honeymoon. oh here's the other here's the other piece um i forgot to mention is that there was a life insurance policy taken out on or opened or something oh no no, no. he wrote her uh, everything in his will to her mm-hmm. a month prior to him dying um which again like there's a human aspect of it like, you don't choose yeah. whenever you die you don't you know what i'm saying like that sounds like just an inconvenient timing thing to me. Mm-hmm. Stephanie thinks that it that he uh, was murdered. What's your ruling? I think that he killed himself. Suicide mm-hmm. minus two. Suicide uh, by purse strap. Gucci purse strap. The old Gucci. The old Gucci purse strap. We're gonna call it uh, debunked. Yep. Mythbusters <laughs> 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 debunked. Two against one. Uh, I see where you're coming from, though. There yeah. are there is strong evidence that she. Well, he was getting rocks thrown at him. Yeah, he got in the fight. He that's the that's what like to me the fight that happened prior to that is what solidifies everything. Because if if you took that fight out of the equation and then he had blood on the back of his head, there there's blood on her purse strap and all over the place, then that makes sense. Then she probably there was an altercation of some sort, either her or somebody else came in and did it. But because of the fight previously, it just like that makes sense to me that he had a cut on the back of his head from getting hit in the head with a rock, bruises from getting in a fight with probably multiple people. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. And then two, so when she found him, he was on the ground. The purse strap broke or the banister broke. So I wonder if the fall could cause some of the bruising too. I don't know how that works. It depends. If you die, yeah, if it's post-mortem, it, would be, it, it wouldn't probably develop into bruising. The blood wouldn't flow? Yeah. Okay. If the that heart's not sense. beating, but... But then again, I'm also not a doctor. He so. And so what it, which they, is not unbelievable to think that if she slept for six hours and then so that's seven, eight, nine, ten. So then we got a four hour situation where, you know, she fuddled around the house for a little bit, you yep. know, and probably just thought he was sleeping off his stupor. You know, I mean, again, we've talked about this. I've been in fights with my significant other in this sense where, you know, uh, silliness where the next day you, you don't. You don't talk to each other yeah. for There's most a, of the no day. No words. Yeah. Yeah. At, I mean, I've sat on the couch next to that person watching the same television show and not spoken a word, you know, and that's Those not my favorite un- times. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Uh, you know, writing in my journal. She, she and- doesn't say shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm winning the argument for the first time ever. Yeah. Only because she's not talking I'm to not me. I'm not talking and making it worse. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going to rule it as a suicide. Stephanie's keeping the case open. Bring, bring heart. Wait, let's say case closed. 
you got to bring hard evidence to the table if you want to reopen the case. That's right. Yep. We're going to do that. We are, we are. That's how we should do these. Yep. Case closed on Arturo case Gotti. Closed. Suicide, unfortunate suicide. Uh, if you got hard evidence, if you got good evidence, bring it to us and we'll mm-hmm. reopen up that case. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it right now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Stephanie looks so disappointed right now. <laughs> sorry. But the Chris Benoit, that's your, that's going to be your time to shine. Yeah, it is. That's a good that's, episode. Yeah, you. That and Andre the Giant. We're talking about doing Andre the Giant too. Mm-hmm. I've got... Oh, there was a lot of things yeah. going on with that. Yeah. 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 He had done some crazy stuff. But he, yeah, that that that, that whole, that's a, a rabbit hole in, in and of itself. I want to do an album review, not right now because we haven't talked about it mm-hmm. or planned it, but I want to set it in stone for us to do okay. uh, next week. The album is Brain Pain okay. by the band Four Year Strong. Four Year Strong. Yep. One of my... Uh, one of my favorite pop punk bands um, that have like they came out with an album years ago called if you want to if you want to I'll give you an album to listen to to get my perspective before you're strong and then their new album their their album uh, heroes get remembered but legends never die Ooh, I like it Sandlot reference mm-hmm. that's uh, one of my favorite albums of all time the greatest to, pop punk I album. shared a so, um, uh, a band that I discovered on Instagram. I didn't discover them on Instagram. I discovered them uh, and then posted about them on my story on Instagram. I don't know. Yeah, it's not on there. Ugh, Go to your, you, have, you can look at it. I'll show you later. Um, and then we, we've been watching some of uh, Sleepy Dog. He's got some, oh, he's on it. some yeah, new he, stuff coming. I know. I tried to find the rest of that song. Obviously, it's not there yet. Well, he did. What's What I've always found really interesting about it, and I got to, I stumbled upon him late mm-hmm. um but what's interesting to me is from what i understand like he pretty much documented himself learning guitar on youtube oh wow he <laughs> stephanie are you looking at porn again over there um so he he pretty much taught himself how to play guitar and recorded it on youtube and then um started you know he'd come up with a riff like sleepers Right. And then post on YouTube and then that developed into a song and then he redid the song and like, so it sounds like he'll come up with these pieces, put them out on Instagram and then. And then kind of play from there. Build a song from there. Um, which is so crazy how like Instagram now is changing the music world. The internet in general is changing the music world, which is, is, is so wild. It's so fun to see how different it is. So for your strong brain pain, go check it out and we're going to do a review Actually, we're going to do a review not next week, but the week after that. Next week will be another quarantined episode. Yes. Um, with just Lizzie Bop and I. So you guys don't have to do anything. Yeah, I'm giving you guys Perfect. a vacation. Thank Paid you. holiday. Paid vacation. My second favorite thing to do. The uh, coronavirus. You're welcome, uh, boys and girls. We um, also have... Go ahead. Did you have something? Oh, no. We were... Uh, Are we going to play Never Have I Ever? Yeah. Okay. That's uh, that was what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're finishing the show with Never Have I Ever. This is going to be good. I'm excited about this. One. How many? How long have we been going right now? How long is the episode so far? Hmm? How long is the episode so far? Just You can walk in front of the camera. It's okay, Steve. You see, I see the top of her head. Huh? 40 you, minutes? 40 minutes. Wow, this is short. That's okay. We'll do, we'll play Never Have I Ever and then we'll, we'll build off of that. We'll yeah. go somewhere from there. Yep. What are you doing now, Stephanie? It's basic math. 
What what does the number look like? <laughs> Describe the number to me, and I'll tell you what it is. Does it look like an upside down horse? That's a four. <laughs> upside down horse. Okay. <laughs> a giraffe. Okay. Okay. So Stephanie's gonna ask us some questions. We need to make sure that we read them so that yes, uh, or like I'll, I'll say it back. No, we, you can you can do that. It's yeah, fine. you can read. It we will just me. read them. I'm just gonna reiterate it on the. Never have I ever made a sex tape. What do we do? Do we raise our hand if we have or put our hand? Or say I have or I have not. Okay. Y'all are... okay. Define sex tape. Have like you ever recorded, recorded yourself just... having sex? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So I have never done it on a VHS, but yes, I have, I have recorded myself having sex with most every one of my uh, sexual partners. We have cell phones. Like, how can you not? Exactly. Yeah, Stephanie, come on! (laughs) We're like yelling at Stephanie. How have you? No, you may not have. The guy you were fucking did. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You weren't holding the camera, but he was. All right. Um, Have you ever told someone that their baby was cute when it was really ugly? Have you ever told someone that their baby was cute when it actually wasn't? Uh, No. If their baby is ugly. I just don't say anything. In fact, I don't go around telling people their babies are attractive anyways. I don't think that I've ever really seen, like, I've seen some babies maybe on, like, Instagram. I'm like, that's an ugly baby. But oh, I've then, seen lots of ugly babies. I've never seen form. a baby in person where I'm like, that fucking ugly baby. I you have. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm I like, have. it's a baby. It's probably ugly right now because it's a baby and it's going to grow up and maybe not be so ugly. No, I've never. Okay. I have. Never have I ever broken something at a friend's house and not told them. Never have I ever broken something at a friend's house and then also not told them. Hmm. One time or when I was in like eighth grade, this uh, girl broke up with me at my friend's house. And then I went home without telling him. And uh, so she broke my heart. Does that count? Mm, I like that. I broke my heart. I had my heart broken at somebody's house, at a friend's house. <laughs> Didn't tell him. Oh, I'm, I am 100% certain that I have broken something at a friend's oh, house and sure. not said anything. I can't think of anything. Though. I can't think of anything right now. I've yeah I've <laughs> done so many nefarious, nefarious things. There's no telling. I took one today. A sexy selfie. I'm just kidding. I don't want anybody listening to be yeah. like, oh, who are you taking pictures of? That's weird because like maybe like dick pics way back in the day, but like never, never have I ever like stood in front of a mirror and be like, damn, I look really sexy. I'm gonna take mm. a full on. What would I do? How would you do that? Like drape a towel over your cock and be like, look, it's a towel holder. Like, <laughs> how is it like? How does a guy take sexy pics? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel strange because I know exactly how they do it. <laughs> you wear lingerie? No, like, uh, yeah, no, I did when I was single uh, back in circa 2015 ish, circa 2014. I was taking pictures, like ab, pictures. ab pics. Maybe. Oh yeah, okay. well, because I had I abs see that. back then. Yeah. You know, like, I, there was a time when I had abs and I shared them. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I've seen the picture that Lizzie Bob shared of you in front of the mirror after Yeah, but that wasn't an episode. That wasn't me being like, I feel real sexy right now with my mismatched socks. I'm no. going to take a picture. That was like, You're here's like, a picture. Oh, I'm of so sweaty from this me workout. And what I'm doing. I wasn't Could even working out yet. <laughs> Still had socks on. <laughs> huh? Casually vomited in public. Have you casually <laughs> vomited <words>. in public? <laughs> Just casually. All right. That's what I said. I Moving on. I've never, so I've never casually vomited in public. I did. <laughs> that was a weird one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were really excited about that. I did. Um, 
I did have a funny story involving vomiting recently. And so um, I went to Kansas City a couple of about two months ago for a conference. I was gone for a week and um, I went out. I, I didn't go out per se. Like there was a bar in the hotel. So me and two of my, my buddies, we, we did turn it up that night. Like we turned it up to about two o'clock in the morning. And um, I had eaten some nachos and then got really drunk and got up the next morning and was getting ready to go to the conference and I'm brushing my teeth. You know, whenever you're little, oh, yeah. you know, you get the old, the old, the old gag uh, reflex. Yeah. So I started gagging while I was brushing my teeth and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm about to throw up. Like there's no doubt in my mind. And it's a hotel bathroom. So I'm standing in front of the sink and directly to my right and slightly behind me is the toilet. And so I was like, oh, I'm about to throw up. And I just started throwing up in the sink and nice. never stopped. I didn't stop. And I almost filled the entire thing up. And so now I'm in this weird place where all the food that has not digested is clogging the sink now. Mm. And so now I'm like, well, I've got to transfer this from the uh, sink uh, to the toilet. So then I get one of the little cups, you know, and I start transferring no, it. No. At no point is any of this coming across as weird to me, right? And so I'm, I do all this, and then I finally get most of it out. I, wi I wipe up the sink. and um, Tell me there was like somebody in the stall behind you. No, no. This is in my personal bathroom oh, in okay. my hotel. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. So then um, I do all that, and it looks like as if nothing has happened, even though I know that there's something in there clogged. <laughs> yeah. Because the water will not go down. And so I go about my business. Well, it's lunch for the conference. So I'm like, well, I'm going to run up to my room. So I go up to my room, and I get up there just in time to see the maintenance guy coming out of my room and he's yelling down the hall. I'm not kidding. And he goes, he goes, Maria, Maria, I had to go get my snake. It's too much. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's in my room. <laughs> so I walk around the corner. I'm like, hey, what's the problem, man? And he goes, oh man, these sinks are crazy. They're, they're stopped up all over the floor. And I was like, fuck, that's crazy, man. All right, well, I'm going to grab my shit and then I'll just be out of your way. And like, so I clogged up every sink in the fucking floor <laughs> because they have a joint pipe system, I guess. Good job. And so, but it was just like one of those things, you know, where he's like, I've got to go get my big snake. This, somebody took a shit in the sink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, right here, it's room, new room number 54. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, I don't, I, I've never, no, like, I remember there was a kid in school that like threw up in class and I was like, never that kid. You know what I'm saying? Man, I don't, I just, I'm starting to realize. I did, I did throw up in Brazil uh, on the mats. I didn't throw up on the physical mats. I was on the mats. Like you overexerted yourself? Ran to the window and threw up out the second, third story window or whatever. Some Brazilian girl drives by on a scooter and gets well, splashed. Well, the Brazilian girls is what got me in that position in the first place. Mm. We'd showed up, before, I think I might have told this story, but we showed up before, me and a friend showed up to Brazil a little bit before everybody else did, like by a couple hours. So we go to the bar and we meet a mom and daughter combo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, this and this was, I think I've told this where like, I, we couldn't interpret what they were saying. And I knew the most Portuguese out of the both of us, which is almost none. Obrigado. <laughs> yeah. And so the way that I was translating it was like, I was pretty sure that there was a bodybuilder that was coming to collect money from us <laughs> and they wanted our room number and then he gave it to her without thinking anything. He was like 212. And I was like, dude, <laughs> don't do that. And then we get up there and I'm like pacing back and forth and like, dude, we got to, you're going to have to pay. You're going to have to pay up, bro. I'm not doing this. You know? and, like, <laughs> and then, so we ended up, they just wanted a party and I ended up drinking like 
an entire bottle of Jack Daniels. <sighs> and because uh, it's like, fuck it, you're Brazil, you know? Yeah, and, like the not? next morning, I wake up at 8 a.m. and my coaches were like, hey, you see that brown belt right there? He uh, He's hung over as fuck right now. So all the coaches were like, black belt, black belt, black belt, black belt. <laughs> like six of them, just back to back. I survive it. And I get up and miss a drink. I, I think I remember him looking at me, just being like, bro, are you okay? Like, you don't, you look really flush. And I was like, nope. And like, run to the window and just hurl. Uh, that's probably my most public vomiting. Never have I ever said, I love you just to get laid. Never have I ever said, I love you just to get laid. Ooh. I probably did that. I, th- I think I've said that to a girl or two. I, in my 17, 18 year old. Yeah, I'll years. give. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll say that. I have not done it as an adult. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how as, all yeah. of my relationships started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, as years an, later. As an adult, most of uh, my encounters with the word I love you, at least for. Have been of, bad. Yeah. 2014, yeah. 2015 was mostly them saying I love you and me going, mm hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's definitely like a <laughs> yeah. transition period. Where yeah. like you were saying I love you to get laid, and then people were saying that to you, and like yeah, because they're trying bad. to lay me. I know what I know what's happening here. Yeah, I'm not having your. I'm not going to be your baby daddy. And now we're all adults, and nobody says it. No. Sent a dirty text to the wrong. Oh yes. yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. So my my dirty text actually went to someone that you we know uh, on accident. You remember Brandon Russell? Yeah. Yeah. So Brandon oh, Russell yeah, yeah. is a you phenomenal black this, yeah. belt. Yeah. He's a phenomenal black belt. He trains in Colorado now. He doesn't listen for the podcast, um, but he is a, he's a great uh, training partner f- from years and years back. Right. Well, I was in San Antonio uh, for a training uh, for military training down there. And I was talking to him and my ex-wife at the same time. And at some point got mixed up. And uh, I asked Brandon Russell to send me a picture of his dirty, dirty pee. Um, <laughs> And he responded with, "What's that, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> I had sent I had sent uh, the most Christian girl that I knew at the time. Um, I asked her if she was going to have sex with me that night. <laughs> she said no. <laughs> I said I did not mean to send that to you. <laughs> that was not supposed to go to you. Stephanie sent one Ooh, to her ex husband by accident. That's right. Who was it supposed to go to? Her new husband. <laughs> <laughs> if he said wrong person, I'm like, well, it's not her first time we fucked up. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I had uh, my my ex wife in the beginning of um, our separation and stuff before you know I even started dating again. Um, would do that to me, like whenever she would obviously be like in a bad place or whatever, and needed attention or whatever. Yeah. yeah, she would do that, and I'd be like, uh, fucking wrong person. Yeah. She'd be like, yo, totally, totally, totally wrong person. No, like, I I'm so know. embarrassed. Yeah, she's accidentally sent pictures uh, to uh, Julianne before. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then was like, I'm sorry. I'm like, wait, I've seen this trick before. Yeah. And Julianne was like, sweet. <laughs> yeah, no, she sent them to me, awesome. and I was like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah. She was like, look what happened. Never have I ever been caught in the act. Ooh, caught mm. in the act. Mm, no, I don't think I have. I don't know that I have. Um, Stephanie says that she has. Uh, Caught I, by who? I accidentally had anal Roommate. sex with somebody. Parents? Um, Roommates. Roommates. Oh, roommates usually knew that I was having sex yeah. whenever it was happening. Yeah, no. I, um, <laughs> we used to have a game where we'd try to ruin the other person's experience if we knew that it was going on. <laughs> well, we were in the living room and didn't know. 
Uh, well, that'll happen. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had so when uh, me and my ex-wife were dating, um, we were sleeping in the same room as her mom, and I thought that I was putting it in one place and accidentally put it in another place. And uh, her mom? No, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that video. <laughs> I know how this turns out, and uh, I remember afterwards. Uh, she said something about it. Not her mom, but but my ex-wife <laughs> said something about it. Her mom, because did you stick that in her butt? <laughs> yeah. And I just remember thinking, uh, well, why didn't you say something? Like, at no point did you try to stop me. She was like, what was I supposed to do? I can't say anything. My mom was right there. Oh, my God. So basically. So you had anal sex while the the person's mom was mm -hmm. right there? And the only reason I got to do it was because she, she was couldn't too say afraid. anything. <laughs> what a trooper, though. I know. So oh, she's like, she's like in her mind, I guess she's like, we'll talk about this in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then, um, um, could you imagine if somehow for some reason that the roles were reversed and you had to, you were in a situation where you had to just be quiet about receiving anal <laughs> at the moment, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there's not a fucking male, straight male on the planet that would be like, just don't say anything. Just don't say anything. No. Every I, guy would be like, ah! no, I would, I'd probably just go, we're going to talk about this in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> just finish. You're already the only, there. The only other time that I've gotten caught, and, and this time I actually did get caught, and I may have told this story before, was when I was still living at home and um, my dad owned Dos Pornos and um, it, we didn't have the internet back then. And so, you know, it was like that Kevin Hart snit. Uh, skit where like my mom and everybody left. I was the only one at home and I'm just like, I'm going to beat my meat. Yeah. I'm going to beat my meat. And so like, I'm getting all excited, you know, like I lay out my uh, pillows on the floor because we had a TV and it was a VCR. Pillows on the floor. Yeah. So I lay my pillows out on the floor, you know, like I'm laying down. I, I you know, I'm, I light a couple of candles. Uh, I lock the dog in the kennel. What's funny is like you singing that. I just think I like, I probably sang some song like that. Oh, yeah. Walking around the house. Like, I'm going to beat my Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally they're gone. And I'm getting after it. I'm getting after it. And I guess maybe, and we had a pretty long driveway and it was made of gravel. And uh, I'm getting after it, and um, I, I start to hear the gravel driveway, and I'm like, oh, fuck. So I guess my mom forgot something, so she had to turn around and come back. So I'm like, oh, shit. It's not hard to clean up my my, uh, my fuck nest, right? So <laughs> <laughs> my masturbation palace. Yeah, so I just throw the pillows back on the, uh, on the couch. You know, I let the dog out of the kennel, um, and, uh, and then I press stop and put the satellite back on. Well, my mom's, like, in the kitchen, and I'm trying to be very inconspicuous because I'm like, I've got to get this porn out of yeah. this uh, VCR and I'm using my feet and I, I'm not fucking around when I tell you this. So I'm using my toes cause I'm like laying down watching TV. Like I've been doing the whole time. I'm using my foot and instead of pressing eject, I press oh, play. No. I'm not even fucking around. No. So I press play and my mom is like getting ready to walk out the door and it, then it just nails into like this chick getting railed. And I'm like, what is this? Oh, what are you? What do you, somebody should stop this. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, like the satellite like, company's fucking up again. <laughs> yeah, like, what is going on here? And, uh, and my mom was like, what are you watching? And I was like, I don't know. This wasn't on before you left. I don't know what's going on with this. And it was like the most embarrassing thing. I didn't know that, that your mom hear. was Mickey Mouse. Yeah. She's, she's, what are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had a similar, similar story. I had one where my dad always chose, to hide his magazines in the worst place. Like, just the dumbest place. The cereal cabinet. Like, you have your own fucking room. You know what I'm saying? Like, put them in there. Yeah. And they were, like, under the towels in the in the uh, 
in the bathroom that we all shared. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you thinking? So, of course, I'm going to be in the, I'm spending a lot of time in the bathroom all of a sudden. <laughs> and uh, so then my dad starts to, he's like, he's on to me. And somehow I was in the bathroom <laughs> and I hear my dad coming down the hallway to go into the room. I jump in the shower in the bathtub and like pull the curtain closed. I'm fucking in the shower. As with all your clothes in, on? With all my clothes in. Not like, oh, not you, like the okay, water. Okay. Like I'm in the, uh, behind hiding. the curtain hiding. hiding. My dad comes into the bathroom, takes a piss, checks to make sure his magazines <laughs> are still there, <laughs> then leaves. Then I have to figure out how to get out of the bathroom without him noting, knowing. No. <laughs> so then I open the door and my dad goes, have you been looking at my magazines? And I just go, what magazines? And I felt like that was the smoothest move I could have possibly made. Because if I were like, no, then be like, how'd you know I had magazines? You know? Right. I was just like, what magazines? And I was like, there's no ways on to me now. Oh, man. That's hilarious. At no point was he like, were you in there while I was in there? <laughs> yeah. No, I completely got away with that. And I have no idea how. It was incredible. I went through a weird phase impossible. when I was uh, probably 17, 16, 17 years old, where I just jerked off into condoms. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. No, there's like when you're around that age, you start thinking like, I'm going to have to use these soon. Yeah. So I better start practicing. Well, then I would flush them down our toilet. And we, <laughs> lived, yeah. And then we lived out in the middle of the country and we had a septic tank. Stephanie looks so irritated. And it, well, don't flush condoms down septic tank toilets no. because they just get clogged. And so my dad had been cleaning these out for a while until he just finally lost his shit and took me and my brother over to the septic tank, opened the top, and dug one of the Black Widow condoms I'd been using <laughs> out of this with a stick. And he's like, you know what this is? And I was like, I don't know what that is. And then I, my brother, who was like 13, you know. Um, you should have just responded, safe sex, dad. <laughs> That's what that is. Well, I was afraid of my dad at the time. And so he, you know, he's yelling at me with a condom on the end of a stick. <laughs> and uh, he's like, you know what this is? And I was like, I don't know what that is. It looks like a balloon. Somebody be flushing balloons and shit. And um, my brother, of course, legitimately doesn't know what it is because he's too young. Yeah. And um, he's like, this is a condom. And my, I remember my dad, like, he was trying to relate. And he's like, look, I get it. You want to jerk off into a condom, maybe play around with them for a little bit? That's fine. But you wrap them up and you put them in the toilet. You don't flush them down the fucking toilet. Or you put them in the trash, you don't flush them down the toilet. And I was just like, yeah, Matt, Jesus Christ, man. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> like, stop flushing them. But the whole remember, time your dad's like, I've raised a goddamn idiot. Yeah. <laughs> he was like so mad. He's like, I've got to give this. Like, I don't give a fuck that you're jerking off into condoms. But when you're done with it, put it in the trash. It seems like a cleaner option. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know. It seems like that's what they're there for. The condoms, <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's a it's a you know it's better than a sock. It is better it's, than a sock, which I catches, also used. It for catches a bit. everything. Do you do you remember the first time like when you lost your virginity? Yeah. Did you use a condom? Yeah. Okay, so I did too, and I remember. But see, mine was planned out because the girl that I lost my virginity to, um, we were in ROTC together. If that says anything about who I was in high school. Um, <laughs> So we were in ROTC together. We had planned it. And she was like, yeah, I'll fuck you. And I was like, yeah, you yeah will. I'll fuck of you. Of course you will. Yeah, why not? Yeah. And uh, she didn't know I was a virgin. And I didn't tell her. But I remember she called me. And she she literally goes, we still doing this? <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm like, yeah. And I lived out in the country. And there was this old abandoned house in the in this lot next to that, the lot that I lived in. And in the house that I lived in. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Just meet me down the road. And you know, we'll walk to this place. Where she's like, all right, cool. Well, she brings her friend with her, which I guess makes sense. Like, you don't want to unsafely walk down it, it was miles from her house That's strange though 
So her friend was, she was just like, where do you want to do this? And I was like, well, just, just go out to this house or whatever. And her friend starts coming. I was like, no, you're not coming. You know, she was, and so I was like, should you just stay here? So anyway, we, uh, this is the most awkward story I've ever fucking yeah, heard in my life. That's, that's most of my sex life. Um, but the reason I bring up the condom thing is because I remember being in my bathroom and I'm like getting dressed and like, I'm checking myself out in the mirror cause I know I'm about to lose my virginity. And like, I remember like I had like five condoms in my pocket because yeah. I was like, I'm going to need them all. Like well, I'm about to, I'm about to fuck so what much. If you, what if you screw it up? Yeah. Like, what if you that wasn't even what I was thinking. I was just like, what if, like, what if like, I just want to keep fucking. And so, and like, I'm fanning them out. Like I'm cards. an animal. You don't know. You, don't, you know me. Yeah. And then as I'm having sex, I remember having like this really weird, th- like, I'm just like, oh, this is not what I expected. Right. <laughs> and so like, and I used one. And then not fucking around, I swear on my kids' lives, um, I get back to the house after doing this. My brothers had gone exploring, and they found the condom out in the house. And they come walking up with it on a stick. Oh. This is like a trend in my family, Poor apparently. Mitch's <laughs> life, just every condom he's ever used circles back around in front of his face. It's my brother's like, look what we found. And he's like dangling it on a stick, and I'm like... What the fuck is going on in my life right now? Safe sex is not so safe for me. No, that's and now I have seven kids. <laughs> All right, m- moving on. Never have I ever spit on anyone's food. Spit on anyone's food? No, I've never done. No, that. I have keyed a car though, out of spite. Yeah, I keyed somebody's car. It's not easy. You really got to dig that key in. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do, go down that one. All right. Uh, Never have I ever looked through someone else's phone without their permission. Never have I ever looked through somebody's phone without their permission. Yeah, I have. Oh, of course I have. Yeah, absolutely. Every my ex-wife, every was a girlfriend whore. I've ever had. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I've had girlfriends that have looked through their phones. They've looked through my phones. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lock on my phone or anything. Yeah. Never have I ever doubted in my heterosexuality. No, I've always known that I was heterosexual. That's why I can be so gay. Is mm-hmm. because I'm. Perfectly yeah. comfortable with being straight. Mm-hmm. All right. Never have I ever had a one night stand. <laughs> Are you kidding me? How? What's it called? Whenever you have multiple, have you ever had? Have you ever had uh, multiple one night stands in the same night? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I've had, I've had a couple of one night stands. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> um. Go ahead. Well, Stephanie, bring. Have you ever shaved your? Never have I ever shaved my partner's pubic hair. Oh, partners? Yeah, I've done shaved that. your partners? No, I haven't. I well, have. your wife's pregnant, like all the time. Your mm-hmm. live-ins pregnant all the I time. I did that so. with my ex-wife. Okay. Never ever ever met a Tinder date. Oh, come on. Tinder, I I didn't Tinder queen. No, I didn't. I never met anybody on Tinder. I only met two people on Plenty of Fish. Yeah, Plenty mm-hmm. of Fish is dangerous. That's mm-hmm. a weird weird never place. Have I ever had to fake it? I have faked it. I have. Yep. So. I've got a funny story. One time this girl snorted like a pig. <laughs> like, mm. not kidding. Like, made the... And I was literally like... <laughs> like, immediately. And then I was like, ah! Oh, oh that was great. Oh, you feel it? No. Um, yeah. Yeah. I had sex with a girl that I thought was crying, but it's just the noise that she made. Yeah, no, I, I've i never, like, actually just lost it in the middle. I but I didn't stop. Oh fuck! We fake yeah. way more than you think. Yeah, really? yeah. How are you gonna notice? How do you? How do you gonna know that I did? Well, here's the thing that I think that girls don't understand is like, girls like, girls can just orgasm. 
I'm not going to say they just orgasm. They're like, girls. <laughs> Johnny's like, it's so easy it for girls. It just happens. It just, I mean, I've literally never I meant been the opposite of didn't. that. But like, you know, like there's times girls have sex and they don't orgasm. Mm-hmm. It's, Why is it so far-fetched that guys yeah. have the same have the same deal? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, dude, I've been, I've been working at it for 20 years. Yep. Like, there's, there's times that I'm not going to. I'm not going to orgasm. Mm-mm. And and it could be a multitude of things for guys. Like um, this particular case, I wanted to get the fuck out of there and never see that human being again in my life. Yeah. If I'm, I've been in situations where like I was super uncomfortable, like not okay with the situation, not because I was doing something I wasn't supposed to be doing, but because like, uh, you know, maybe, maybe there was a, the possibility that someone was going to be there soon or come home or yeah. whatever the case, you know, and I'm like, thinking about anything. If I'm know. thinking about anything other than what I'm supposed to be doing right there, then it's pretty difficult. And I'll give you a hint. Snorting like a pig is going to mm-hmm. not make me think about what's going on. In the mm-hmm. moment. Or yeah. if the girl, like if the girl's doing something that they think is sexy, but isn't, I had a girl punch me one time. That's not, sexy. and I was just like, I'm not into that. And like, she thought that like, Maybe I was gonna get into it. I was and like, nope. I think it'd be funny if, if she punched you and then your reaction was, Well, that was fucking rude, and you just walk off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were into me. I thought, right. uh, never have I ever had sex in a public place. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Coles. Coles. Coles mm-hmm. drinking. I lost my virginity in the church portion of uh my Christian school. <laughs> So I started off with public. <laughs> so church and Coles. Yeah, that was just one place. Yeah, the Coles dressing room. I didn't finish. I just did it. Like, we just kind of did it for a minute. The old in and out. I want people to remember that maybe not all of these stories that we're talking about <laughs> happened recently. <laughs> I think it's very important for people to realize I'm that... 30, I'm 33 yeah, I'm, now. And There's, I'm 36. Most of the stories I've been telling... Early to, early uh, 20s well, All in best. my 20s. Yeah, yeah like... Never have I ever dressed up as another gender. Oh, yeah. One time uh, I wore uh, somebody's prom dress around downtown. My aunt uh, Rogers used to make me dress up as a girl and then pretend that I was her friend from down the street. And then she would introduce me to her uh, family members, like they, like my aunts and uncles. She'd be like, this is my friend Michelle. And I had to pretend like I was Michelle. Yeah. Yeah, that's really weird. I know. I turned out okay, though. Did you? <laughs> Yeah, I don't dress like a girl anymore. Yeah. Never have I ever been in handcuffs for any reason. I've been in handcuffs a bunch. Like, um, sexually or... or Just for any reason, yeah. yeah. I've been arrested and um, other parts of training. You know what's weird, too, is I teach handcuffing techniques as well. Mm -hmm. In fact, I've been around handcuffs way more than probably the average person. Yeah, they're incredibly Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. They are. And I have been arrested before. Once. Never have I ever been a part of a good podcast. <laughs> not once, not in 31, 32 episodes. Um, never have I ever been in a three-way. Never. I'm, so she's, in case you guys didn't hear it, uh, she said, never have I ever been in the three-way. And the answer is no, I have never been in the three-way. Everyone I know has been in a three-way, including the people in this room, including my own significant other, including everyone else but me. <laughs> 
So if anybody's looking, Mitch needs some help. I don't even know. I'm not. I don't even care anymore. You know what? Fuck it. They're, they're, I heard they're stupid anyways. They never. It never goes the way that you think that somebody's no. ends up crying yeah. every single time. Yeah. And that's usually how it gets started. For so me. Stephanie's had a bunch. Um, <laughs> Steph, <laughs> come on. Okay, uh, Stephanie, have you had more than ten? No. Have you had less than five? Okay, so you've had three, four, four. So that's a lot. Yeah. Especially compared to me. Um, Mitch is just, this has turned Mitch into salty. <laughs> why doesn't, why don't multiple people love me? I yeah. I just want yeah. people, I want, I want at least three people to want to have sex with me at the exact same time. Is that so, a whole lot to ask? <laughs> one of the coolest, one of the coolest, uh, Things that have the, like the coolest I've ever felt in my entire life. I wouldn't say the coolest I've ever felt, but I actually ran into TJ, uh, Zach, Thompson, mm -hmm. and somebody else that night. I don't, maybe Mark at like a bar, and I had two girls with me. <laughs> and I remember I was drunk on like a, I drank a whole thing of moonshine by myself. Nice. And was having like mood swings in the club. <laughs> like, I was like dancing with these girls one second and then I'd be sitting down like pouting the next second. And I remember some guy coming up to me like he knew what was going on, what I was up to. And he's like, hey, bro, we're all rooting for you. <laughs> I was like, thanks, man. Like everybody in the bar saw me walk in and like knew what was up. I'm like, hey, we're rooting for you. No, I've never had one. Well. It, it it's not all that it's cracked up to be. Somebody ends up crying and offended, <laughs> and it just doesn't work out. You know why? Here's why. Yeah, and the, and the thing is, is you, I've heard the same thing. Like usually that happens, but part of the reason why is because as guys, we, I'm we, emotional. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I cry when I have sex. I imagine because usually what happens is one of the girls or one of the people feels like someone else is getting more attention than them. And, yeah. and so like if, if, if it's a guy and two girls and the guy is sleeping, is having sexual relations with one of the girls for longer than the other, it's usually not because they enjoy it more than the other. It's usually because it's just weird to stop and go back and forth. Why do all of our episodes degrade so badly into just what? atrocious conversations? <laughs> I was like, why are we having this? No, uh. Oh, there you go. I've seen a car chase. Oh, no. I have been in a car chase. I was in a car chase. I was being chased chase. by cops while I was in a car. It wasn't very long. It was a very short chase. Being pulled uh, over doesn't... <laughs> you're like, oh, I didn't realize that they were behind me. No, <laughs> like, I... Um, you I, let them on a 15-mile car chase. I know that they were, they, were turned, they were turning around to come get me, and I had stomped on the gas to get away um, and then realized this is the stupidest thing I've ever done in my yeah. life. So I just pulled over. But yeah, I was going to run. It was when I was stationed in Texas. Uh, street racing was the only thing you could do. I was young and dumb. And I had a, a decently quick car. And uh, I had just raced someone. And the cop passed us while we were doing like 130. Turned around. And I was like, fuck, I can get, I can get away with this. I can punch it right now and get out. And I was just like, that is stupid. Because he is not the only cop in this town. Yeah. You can't outrun a radio. Uh, no, I did 101 one time in a purple PT cruiser and got pulled <laughs> over real quickly for it. And then, uh, in Yazoo County, Alabama, psycho Mississippi. Girl down Say what? No, I did have, um, so one of my ex-girlfriends that a lot of people know, actually, um, Stephanie asked if a psycho girl had ever chased one of us down in a car. No, 
Uh, yeah, yeah, that is what she asked. Yeah. My answer is no. But I had uh, this girl I tried breaking up with her. I was like, you're crazy. We've been together for like two years and we need to end this. And she, I, I don't remember what the, it was a fight. It was something that blew up. But she, uh, she started pulling her hair out in the car, like literally ripping hair out of her skull and screaming that she was going to kill herself and doing like 80 down like the middle of Conway. Right, like those roundabouts and shit. And I was like, mm-hmm. I need to get out of this fucking car. <laughs> like, let me out. I was trapped. I was like screaming at her to let me out. And then... Uh, she had to stop eventually. Yeah, well, once we got to the house, she stopped. And I was like, you need to go to therapy and you need to get out. Right. And you need to not ever talk to me again. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I think we should wrap this episode up. If you say so. We've degraded it into the depths of uh, of our usual bullshit, mm-hmm. our toxicity. <laughs> Our five, we've accomplished all five all signs five. of uh, toxic podcast. like behavior, ego, mm-hmm. sexual misconduct. Speaking of which, uh, nickel and diming for the Patreon. Nickel and diming. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've dropped the fucking ball on our live stream for the Patreon. And I figured out it's because I don't have fast enough internet. Mm-hmm. It's I, not going to work to live stream. I didn't want to be the one to tell you that. Well, I've live streamed before. Yeah, that's weird. Um, <laughs> I used to live stream video games with me okay. and Dylan, um, <laughs> but I had my my desktop computer, and I think that's oh, what made yeah, the difference. Sure. Maybe this one just doesn't connect. So we've got to figure out an alternative. The Instagram live feed was fun, though. We should do that again for okay. sure. Um, next episode is just gonna be me and Bop, mm-hmm. and then the episode after that we'll do our four year strong review, mm-hmm. and we'll figure. We don't have a topic for that one yet, do we? No. Um, and then, yeah, we'll see where it goes. We hope everybody's staying safe and happy and sane. And we'll catch you guys next Monday. Peace out. Bye.